This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. We are back with another episode of Hafta. It is the 21st of April, 3 o'clock in the afternoon when we're recording this on a Thursday. With me on the panel today in a studio with our new fancy mics in case we're sounding better. Yes, very fancy. <laughs> Hi. Is they are fancy. <laughs> Raman Kripal. Feeling Hi. nervous. Manisha Pandey. Hi. The only thing is make sure your face is pointed towards the mic. Can't it catch like I can just Yeah, but there'll be no, don't <laughs> let try to keep it as your face as close to the mic as possible. Joining us on the phone line online uh is Anand from Pune. Hi Anand. Hello. Also joining us on the phone line is Himanshu. Hi Himanshu. Hi. By way of introduction, Himanshu has not been on the hafta before. It's his first time, so welcome Himanshu. Uh, Himanshu is an associate professor in economics at the Center of Economic Studies and Planning, JNU. He is a visiting fellow at the Center de Science Humanities. I don't know how to pronounce that. How do you pronounce that, Himanshu? Centre de Science Humanities. That's the French. Centre de Science Humanities. Centre de Science Humanities. Okay, that's how I pronounce it, like Himanshu said, not like how I said it. His primary area of research is development economics, with a focus on poverty, inequality, employment, food security, rural development, and agrarian change. And he's been a regular contributor, including his fortnightly column in the Mint newspaper. He's written How Lives Change, Palanpur, India and Development Economics with Nicholas Stern and Peter Lanjo, which again, I'm sure I mispronounced. It's Peter Lanyao. How do you pronounce Peter that? Peter Lanyao. The J is silent. Oh, I see. The J is a year. Okay, like the fjord. Yeah. I see. Got it. So, Himanshu, how many languages do you speak? Only, only two. Hindi and English. And if you include Bhospuri, oh, I see. then I speak Bhospuri. I see, okay. Because your pronunciation of all the others was with such ease. Maybe... Competent in French pronunciation also. <laughs> I thought you, you would probably have read Piketty's book in the original language. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, I can pick up words, but not, not very comfortable. So we will be discussing uh, inflation, which is a headline maker this week. Uh, but uh, And amongst other things. But let's get the headlines first from Manisha. Yes, clashes between two communities erupted when a Hanuman Jayanti procession was passing through localities in Jahangirpuri in northeast Delhi. This left eight police personnel and one local resident injured. Delhi police has registered a case against members of VHP and Bajrangdal for organizing the Shobhayatra in Jahangirpuri. Uh, the VHP, meanwhile, has tweeted out its permission and they've also said that Delhi police better not do anything to us. Are you sure <laughs> they have named VHP in the FIR? They have asked them to join the probe. That's what, uh, because that's what I last read. Mm. Uh, there is an FIR on the organizers of the third procession. But I don't think they have filed an FIR against a particular VHP member. But I don't think they have made a direct connection that the third procession was VHP's. Right. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, uh, the Ansar, who's a resident, has been uh, slapped with NSA and there's a conspiracy charge on him for the riots. Congress delegation is going to meet demolition-affected families and submit a report to Sonia Gandhi. There was an encroachment drive yesterday, uh, that is Wednesday, that started in the morning. Uh, the Supreme Court stopped it somewhere at around 12, but it continued for two more hours at least. And houses were raised, and especially uh, the locality that was around the mosque. Prinda Karat was the only politician who was present on the ground to show some sort of protest. Otherwise, the Congress tweeted memes and Ahmadmi Party blamed BJP for harboring Bangladeshis and Rohingyas and causing riots. <laughs> so, complete no-show by the opposition here. Absolutely. Prashant, today, today, they, have, they yeah, are there. The going to the delegate. Uvesi also was there last evening. Uh, At night, yeah, he got there after he, sundown. He get there. 
प्रशांत किशोर इज बैक इन न्यूज इज गोट बी मीटिंग टॉप कांग्रेस लीडर्स एट टेन जनपद दिस इज सेकेंड मीटिंग इन थ्री डेज इज प्रिपेयर अपेरेंटली सम सिक्स हंड्रेड स्लाइड्स फॉर द कांग्रेस डेलीकेशन एंड देर आर टॉक्स अगेन दैट ही इज गोट हेल्प दम रिवाइव द पार्टी लेट्स यूर हैपन्स विद दैट Amid incidents of violence during festivals, Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath has directed that no religious procession should be taken out without permission, and that usage of loudspeakers should not bother others. So he's maybe trying to give a subtle message to Amit Shah's police that I'm going to manage my police better. <laughs> But yeah, he issued a very uh, strict warning of sorts that uh, things should go peacefully, especially around Eid. Wholesale price index-based inflation has surged to 14.55% in March 2022, after a 13.11% reading in February 2022. This is because prices of crude oil and other commodities have risen due to disruptions in global supply chain in the wake of the Russia-Ukraine war. But I'm sure there are other reasons which Himanshu, I'm sure, will tell us about. One side effect of Russia attacking Ukraine has also been a rise in global wheat prices, and importers are struggling. Uh, some experts have also predicted a wheat uh, price crisis in India, along with a coal shortage. Consumer price index at a 17-month high. Um, Nirmala Sitharaman has said that India has not breached inflation target, quote unquote, so badly. Discussions and debates on TV channels on matters related to ongoing criminal trials amount to direct interference of criminal justice. That's what the Supreme Court said on Tuesday. That's well worrying and strange. Gujarat MLA Jignesh Mewani has been arrested by Assam police in Gujarat over a tweet on Nathuram Godse and Modi. Apparently, mm, bizarre. <laughs> Delhi sees 60% increase in daily covid cases since yesterday masks are mandatory again and there's a fine of 500 rupees which was not there earlier in a shocking case of sexual assault against a minor 13 year old girl was raped by 80 men for over 8 months uh, this happened in different brothels of andhra pradesh and telangana quite a disturbing piece of news uk pm boris johnson arrived at sabarmati ashram today uh, you could see him on the charkha Visuals all over the news. In fact, and he's I here for a two-day trip. So very funny tweet. I forget who it was by. Uh, it said, uh, "Yet another English spinner having problems in India." <laughs> Then he tried to spin the thing. Huh? Which other spinner had problems in India? Uh, it's cricket. It's like cricket. cricket okay. yeah, I'm guessing cricket. <laughs> it, like I, I, course, I'm guessing British spinners can't spin in India. Sasikala yes. huh? so will be questioned in Kodan case. In fact. I think while we're recording this, she's already been questioned. Uh, Nirmala Sitharaman has said that uh, India will extend all possible cooperation to Sri Lanka. Russia controls all of Mariupol. This was breaking news today in the afternoon, and uh, Putin has said that this is a successful liberation, quote unquote. Shares dip twenty-five percent as Netflix reports a drop in subscribers for first time in ten years. Well, so does News Laundry. We also showed a dip in subscribers. This last month, Very so I really don't understand what many people are doing. I know what some of you are doing, the auto subscription, the auto renewal feature. Although the RBI said it should work for payments below five thousand, for many credit cards it's not working. So we have to remind many of you that your subscription is due. But remember, guys, if you don't make that effort to subscribe, we don't have sales team that are approaching advertisers. So it directly impacts what we can do on the ground. The reason we could send out fifteen people across the country was because you guys topped up the NL Sena project. But if money goes down, it is harder for our reporters to travel. So please, while I understand this auto renewal failure is a big problem, but if you can make an effort, do subscribe and tell your friends too. We need to grow. Let's try to double our on-ground reporters team by end of this year, and we can only do it if you do it with us. So please, and we also have a new NL Sena project up. Go on to the website and check out that Nelson Up project. Uh, the link is also in the show notes below. 
Uh, I hope you contribute to that as well. A UK court on Wednesday issued a formal order to extradite WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to the US to face trial over the publication of secret files relating to Iraq and Afghanistan war. So those are the headlines. Uh before we get into the discussion and start with Himanshu on inflation, I will be travelling to London for a conference between the 17th and the 21st of May. Oh, so that's soon. If yeah, any subscribers there I've said, please mail subscription at newslawney.com. I repeat, subscription at newslawney.com. Like we had a subscriber meet in New York and Columbia uh, when I was there. Uh, Columbia University, not Columbia, the country. <laughs> in Boston and New York. I mean, I got a lot of ideas from you guys. In fact, many of those ideas have been put into practice at News Laundry. So if there are enough subscribers in London, we can organize a meetup there as well. And also we have a limited period offer. If you gift an annual disruptor subscription, in additional to the merch that you'll get, we'll send you a book signed by the News Laundry team. And we have a couple of calendars to give out by Manjul, that wonderful famous cartoonist. So do check that out, that offer. Uh, we have four books right now that we will give out with the signature of the NL team. Said Nakwi's The Muslim Vanishes, Anupma Chopra's A Place in My Heart, M.R. Sharan's Last Among Equals and Amitav Kumar's The Blue Book, A Writer's Journal. So once you've gifted the subscription, write to us on subscription at newsline.com. I repeat, subscription at newsline.com. With the gifties email address, the team will share the entire catalogue of books available and we can ship that merchandise to the giftee, but only in India. We cannot ship overseas. So you can go to the link below. It's in the show notes. It is newslaundry.com slash gift to gift a subscription. And you get all this additional benefit with that. In India, apparently, the last time we had this kind of inflation was 1998. 1991 economic crisis. 91 before the liberalization. So, A, can you give us some clarity about how bad is it? And is it similarly bad all over the world? Or are we the outliers one way or the other? I think it is quite bad. uh, And it's going to get worse as we move along. Uh, But I think uh, it's not something which is uh, very new. It's not something which happened last time at the time of the economic crisis in 1991. In fact, uh, much closer in the between 2008 to 2011-12 period is a period when we had, at least in India, we had similar kind of an inflation, very high persistent inflation, starting from the wholesale prices and then shifting to uh, retail prices. But yes, global inflation in that sense has not been so high for the last 40 years that you're right. It was only in the late 70s and early 80s that most of the developed countries, the advanced countries, had this catalyst level of power. Uh, inflation, particularly the US. What the increase in oil prices does is that, and we are living in a very globalized kind of a world, very globalized world in the sense most of the commodity prices, and that includes oil as well, are uh, they move in tandem. In the sense, when oil prices rise, you will see primary commodity prices rising for coppers, uh, steel, coal, all of these prices start rising at the same time. That happens because of financial interconnectivity, which is that. Uh, you are in a speculative mood, then uh, everybody gets pulled up. And that's something which starts happening, including agricultural commodity. So, for example, we're talking so much about wheat, but even cotton, for example, cotton inflation has been on fire. Cotton prices have been going up. And if you try and switch away from petroleum, then the easy alternative, which is what our finance minister also was saying, is what we call biofuels, which is ethanol coming from agricultural commodities. One of the primary commodities for that is corn, for example, US does it. Right. So agricultural commodity prices go up. Cotton prices are going up because cotton seed oil, which is also used as a as a fuel in that sense. One point that uh, that's more on macro level that 
the current budget was presented with the expectation, if I remember correctly, that uh, while oil price would be around uh, 70 to 75 dollars per gallon, now it has gone far, far uh, higher. So that would uh, lead to a lot of readjustment at macro level policies also. The expectation has been exceeded by uh, huge margin. One way in no, which I... they are going to try and offset it is uh, they've already announced that the PM uh, Garib Kalyan Anna Yojana they are going to extend till September. Mm. So that will take care of the most vulnerable and protect them against uh, at least the they won't starve. That's the thinking. And it's worked for them in the previous election. So I'm guessing that the extension till September means that they're probably foreseeing things. So that benefits how many families? Eight crore families or something, right? It's some... That was in UP. But I, I was about to say this. I mean, no, but counter, all over India. Huh, to counter inflation, this is the subsidy, subsidized food is one option that the government has found that they can easily nullify the effect of uh, impact of the uh, increasing food inflation. inflation at least. Huh. Mm. So I think even uh, in the coming assembly elections, they have found the solution that most of the people who go to the about the poorer ones, so they can always come up with these subsidized uh, schemes. What stops Indian RBI from raising interest rates to 8-9% from like the 5-6% it is now? The real question, and which is what I was coming to in this case, is that why is it that RBI was not raising interest rates so far? And that comes from the fact that last five years has actually been a disastrous five years for the Indian economy. Where your investment has slumped, it has actually collapsed, your exports have collapsed, your domestic demand has collapsed, and RBI so far actually has been hoping against hope that by keeping the interest rates low, they will provide investable surplus and investable money to the corporate sectors. Okay, so now I think the, the one thing that struck me was that I think it's very dangerous that we are getting into the zone, which was there in the 80s also, and even up to the early 90s to mid 90s of might is right. I think what, and I think this is not by coincidence, I think Mr. Shah thrives in chaos. That is his kind of default zone. I think Delhi is getting to that stage because if if someone can take out a gun and wave it knowing that the cop can't do anything because of political reasons, you are not very far from others saying, okay, we'll also do the same. Now, definition of provocation has now become very clear that there are there is very provocative and there are very patterns of provocative gestures. It is not just now passing through an area. There were there were times when passing through an area was seen as provocation, but now it's very different. And I would not say that uh, this is uh, um, all all very organized, but there is a kind of system in in this chaos also that various splinter groups which are there and uh, which kind of uh, say uh, demonstration of mischief through demonstration of mischief they may not be very much driven by a feeling for one community or hatred for the community but just the demonstration of mischief and the visibility that it gets them can be there so that that, that is uh, also playing I think it's very, uh, apart from the demolition, it's very scary just to see what's happening and especially over the past three weeks because this is a very pakka formula now that the BJP has got that all you have to do is go through, you know, take a procession, do your lewds singing or provoke in whatever way and you get a disproportionate action from the other side and which in North Delhi it has been disproportionate. All said and done, the conversation will be and thanks to media also but also because of the actions of the community 
you can't be on the road shooting around like that pelting stones and that is what is most visible from this that hindus take out a rally and they are pelted at and their you know guns come guns out of there hmm. but no one's talking about what the muslim community is going through to come to this point firstly i think that it just doesn't matter what's happening in jahangirpuri and the reaction that muslims must have had there is not limited to what happened to them or the quarrel there or the scuffle there it's what you're subjected it's to it's what you're subjected to daily. it is the kind of visuals that muslim communities are exposed to day in and day out on their social media i mean i just think the humiliation of the hijab row that must have had huge impact on muslims across class and you know across whatever class divides because you get these you get this information or you see those viral videos of a woman being asked to take her mm. and i think it's there's so much anger within the community and there is so much humiliation that there is going to be such a response all of you listening in the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.